Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Like crap. Uh, and you really just had to get your stuff together, take a shower, and try to figure out life at that point in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I was over. I was just... I was with a friend. I had just moved back from another state from a failed marriage and everything. So Jeez. I was just enjoying the time with my friend and like. Do you talk to your grandma that. a lot? Oh, yeah. She's like, she's my mom. All right. Well, then that makes it a little You're bit You're not easier. in a big hurry to I'm get I'm trying over, to think right. like, right. If like one of my aunt or uncles called me like early in the morning, I'd be like. All right, I got to call him back. Yes. Right, immediately. <laughs> Especially depending on the time. That's why I sometimes freak out. I'll see that I missed a call at 5 a.m. And I'm thinking to myself, now you know what time it is here, you know, and, right? Which is, you know, it's eight there. But get a phone do they call. do they know? Well, that's the problem. You call back and you go, hey man, is everything okay? Why? Why'd you ask me that? Well, because it's five a.m., dude. Oh man, I, I'm so sorry. Man, oh, and I'm just like, I okay. As long as everyone's doing well, I, I'm going to back. I'm going back to bed now. I'll call you right uh, later on. Bye. The big one is the double call. Like my brother did it to me yesterday. All right. What's up? And he's like, I didn't mean to call you twice. I was like, okay. You know what right. I mean? Because it's just like that that's, says it's really important. Right. That's just odd. He never like. I mean, we talk. We talk like two or three days a week, but yeah. it, he never calls back to back. So I was like, oh, s. But like, also, what's going on? He has a firm grasp on the time difference, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Because not mm-hmm. everyone I know because no. this is the same thing where it's like you think it's important to like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry, I forgot you're right. three hours behind me. I'm like, well, please don't forget, man. Well, don't don't first day of school. Uh, they get on the bus at seven thirty. That's four thirty here. But that text message, <laughs> right, of them getting on the bus goes to nine of my relatives, and they all respond. It's like ding, ding, ding. and I cannot for some reason I can't figure out <laughs> when I'm in a fog at four thirty how to opt out of this group uh, thing. I just shut the ringer off, and right. it's like, all right, well, you know. Hopefully my alarm will work now. Good or bad, what was the news that you were not expecting to hear? 206-803-ROCK. Telling you, man. Go silent. Yeah, go silent. I, I do it do, like, I do. like around, what, 
9 or 10. Because mm-hmm. oh. sometimes, you know what, honestly, sometimes I'm just sitting on my couch. I just don't want to talk to people. That's well, exactly. It's like yeah. putting it on silent. Well, sometimes I'll text people uh, in the evening, uh, and their texts will say back, like, I try to text my dad or something. He knows how to do it. My dad, 74. Um, what the hell is it? Uh, silence notifications or? Yeah. yeah something. Or, yeah, on my, my mom does it. Not my dad. My mom yeah. does that. Same, same difference. I'm like, how do you know how to do that? I don't know. I'm trying to get it all. Good or bad, what was the the news that you weren't expecting to hear? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Robbie. Welcome to the men's room. What's going on, bitchollas? Positive Friday, brother. Yeah. Kind of positive, man. So I just found out this morning that uh, my fiance, um, I got her a gig bartending at a, a bar that I was running like karaoke at. And just found out that uh, she spent all, all four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, with her daughter at my house with a fever, uh, staying at the bar, screwing a friend of mine. That is not oh, a positive. The Friday. daughter, you were at home with the daughter, and she was at the bar hooking up with your buddy. Yeah, so I got her oh. in the gig at the bar, and I I quit doing the. The, the night entertainment so she could have a, a shift and I would I was staying home with her daughter and uh, her daughter got a fever last night and I hit her up about 2 a.m. saying hey hurry home you know little girl's not feeling great she's freaking kind of out she's five years old and uh, she goes oh I'll be home soon well five o'clock rolls around sooner than later and uh, she's still not home and uh, I get a I get a message from a mutual friend saying, "Oh yeah, she's 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 at the bar. She just closed, screwing out your buddy." Uh, that was the message you got from somebody. Yeah. Have you talked she to was, her? Uh, uh, no, she didn't answer at all. I took I took her kid to to school this morning. Okay. And did you do you live together? We do. Uh, and has she come home yet? Uh, I, I, I'm just leaving work myself, so I don't know. Okay. So you haven't wow. tried to reach okay. out to her or anything like that? Uh, I've, I've tried throughout the day, and I've gotten, I've gotten ghosted. Well, does she know that, she apparently knows that you know, or is she just ignoring your call for no reason? Uh, I think she knows that I know. Our mutual buddy is, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty close to me and not super close to her. And he happens to, uh help close up at night. He's the janitor for that bar. Okay, so let me ask you this. You're not getting married, Ugh. correct? Uh, I don't think so anymore. No, I wouldn't. It's <laughs> yeah. not a question. Yeah, no. it's, it's not a question. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's fact. You're, you're, not, you're not doing it I anymore. Mean, you, you, can't, you can't worry your entire life whether if your wife is someplace, if she's going to be with somebody else. You don't have to worry about it. You know she is. And my other question for you, man, is how long have you two been together? Uh, four and a half years. Okay. Um, how close of a friend was this to you? Uh, I was there when he went through his divorce. All right. Wow. And, uh, I guess you're for 10 years. I guess you're not going to be friends with him anymore either. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming not. I mean, I'm hoping it comes back wrong, but I, man, my, my, my buddy, who's kind of a, you know, Charlie Day from uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, of course. That's kind of what my buddy does for this bar. He he just fixes everything and is there all night and and kind of takes care of the place. So he's he ain't lying to me. No. Well, I mean, he would and, have no reason to. And then calling at like five in the morning saying, "Hey, like your your kids 
like got a fever. Do I take her to school or not? Like, yeah, well, and get nothing back. Did, so was so kid, she did was, not get home before you left to take her to school this morning. No, she might be at the house now, but uh, she wasn't there at at, at seven forty five when no, I left. No, her. Was, was it was the kid okay this morning? Did the fever break? Yeah, it did, but it got to okay. like one hundred and four. So I, Jesus, I was. Yeah. Super freaking freaked out, and I can't just take her into the urgent care or nothing like that, right? Right, right. You're not you're not right, you're, right, yeah, you right, exactly. Yeah. You don't have parental, right? I, I don't know the rules right. on that, but yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah, I tell you what, as far as all the news that you've gotten within the last twelve hours, you, or however long it's been, you you seem to be handling it pretty well, as far as you know your mental state of mind and the way you're looking at. Well, it. he also said he's just leaving work, right. where you just I, you have to block out whatever's going on, right? Other people are saying, this guy, very chill for going home to this S. Ouch, I can hear how fresh this is. Poor guy. Yeah. People are on your side, bud. Just know yeah. that, at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm. just hoping I get back and none of my stuff's messed with. Well, okay. That's about all. Now, I'm pretty much closed off on that did you, did you Did you move right. in? Did you move into her place, or did she move into yours? Oh, no, she moved into my house. I own it. Okay, so she needs to leave. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I mean, worst case scenario, I'm wrong, and like, it'd be a funny story, but uh, I don't think so. No, and like, no. I don't know no. why the, why your other buddy that works at the bar, like, I, I don't know why he would just call you and tell you that if that wasn't true. He would. Uh, I, I was getting messages from him throughout like the beginning of the night, and I was just, you know, pretty much half asleep, not really paying much attention. Well, but were, those they, were, they, messages. were they doing it in front of him? So he was. Uh, Mopping and sweeping the um, little karaoke area, and he said, "Yeah, they looked. He looked over, and they were on the, they were uh, pretty much pushed up against the cooler." Oh God! Jeez, Louise, man! How long does it take you to get home? Like, how far away from home are you right now? Uh, another forty-five minutes, man. I got to go all the way up to almost Stevens Pass. Right. Oh God! Well, you're gonna keep your head together when you get there, right? Oh yeah, man. I'm I'm gonna crank some else and chance. Okay, don't don't do anything dumb. Just you know, say, <laughs> it is what it is. You already have digested it, and it seems like you got a pretty good head on your shoulders. So just remember that kid's probably going to be there too. So you know, I, I, yeah, I, no, the kid, the kid's known you. The, kid, the kid's the, known you uh, basically most of her, all of her life that she can remember anything. So to her, you're kind of the dad figure. So as far as, you know, any kind of conversations that you have, step outside or whatever you need to do. Just make sure that the, oh, child, dude, I totally make, agree. Make sure the, the, the child is not involved in that because the last thing a kid needs is to go through that trauma, especially when the kid doesn't feel well yeah, yeah. and everything else. No, no, she's, she's a super good kid, super smart kid, loves music, so. Yeah. Well, that's but, a, that's, uh, that's, I, that's I, already, that's, I already talked to Grandma, so Grandma's going to pick up a kiddo from school here in about a half hour. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, too, is it seems like the school would have called you sure. if the mom hadn't have been there. So, yeah. good call. You're doing the right stuff. And did you explain... That your, kid's better off with the grandma anyhow. Did you explain to your grandma what happened? Yeah, I just told her, uh, bottom line, like, uh, don't get a, get a gal a job at a place you work and then give <laughs> up your job because you're not better income. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, man. That sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I think that's okay. Not everybody you get a job is going to cheat on you. Right. That, that, for the most part, that is not how it works. Not a job unless you're sleeping with the boss. Hey, uh, Robbie, it, this is totally up to you, but everyone on the text line wants to get a follow-up from you. So even if it's just next week, just to know, did you throw out? Did you break up? What the hell happened? Yeah. If you guys want to me call tomorrow at noon, man, I'll give you a follow-up. 
Hey, guess what, buddy? We're going to take the weekend off. Yeah, we just, <laughs> yeah. we're not going to work Saturday and Sunday. Right. Yeah. Just uh, hopefully by the time the weekend goes through, you'll be uh, you'll, you'll have your uh, singles pad back. Yeah, give us a call on Monday, man, during the random questions. Yeah. Let us know how it all shook out and all that kind of thing, right? All right, will do, man. Hey, brother. All hang right. in there, man. Hey, good luck to you, man. Jesus. God damn. It's never good to find God that damn. I've, I've, I've got not similar it, situation. But it just but happened. I, That's... Yeah, but people, people, I've had people cheat on me before. And it, sure. Once you get the news, it is out of the blue. It is completely unexpected because... If you're not looking for it, I mean, if there are signs that you can see, that you, right. you have a pretty good idea what's going on, you might have a suspicion. But typically when that stuff happened to me, I did not really have an inkling of what was going on. And maybe that was... I don't think most you know, people I think it depends on the relationship. Yeah. Right. Like there's sometimes, you, I mean, you just, it's like, all right. Or if they're with somebody and all of a sudden, you know, it's been a week. It's like, well, right. you, didn't, you didn't meet somebody within a week and fall in love. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, he did. Uh, he is pretty chill. Yeah, uh, all the people on the text line are like, "Man, it, it, massive support for this dude." And yeah. again, he just found out this morning. That's well, just yeah. low too. It's like, man, dude got you a job. He's watching your kid, yeah, your kid, man, taking then, your kid to school up all night with your sick child. That's actually the part that pisses me off you, the most. You don't respond, right? You know, people cheating yeah. and all that. I get it, but like, you got a kid. You, you got to deal with your kid, and your kid's unhealthy. Yes. Like, come on, man. Come on. Good or bad, what was the news that you were not expecting to hear? 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Coming up, we will drink, we will toast with a shot of the day into the weekend. It is Bad Choice Friday. You know it's Bad Choice Friday. Damn on. And today we celebrate a weekend of drinking beer on a Bad Choice Friday with Toby Keith. Let's solo cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. It's weird. Let's have a party. Like, I don't like the song, but I <laughs> smile every time I hear it. Yeah, because it's not like, I don't know, just kind of a sing-along. It's fairly country. It is. I mean, it's like, I don't like the song, but I get the biggest smile, and it puts me in a good mood. That's and that's all the video thing. is. It's just like a cup walking around a room, and it's a party. But I really hate how you're easy. 
Toby Keith and Red Solo Cup taking on Luke Combs on a Bad Choice Friday. Broke my heart, Luke Holmes singing on Toby Keith and Red Solo Cup, doing a little drinking beer over the weekend. And you'll find out why coming up at 4 30. A vote now if you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Men's Room Live. One of those two tunes coming up. All right, after we drink and toast with a shot of the day. All right, question, good or bad? What was the uh, news that you weren't expecting to hear? This is a bizarre one, as they say. And one of the most bizarre band shakeups of all time, a hardcore band named Lorona has fired their singer. The Nashville bass band revealed the news in a post on their Instagram account. Ted, are you familiar with the story at all? Uh, yeah, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Makes uh, sense. Right. The singer Diego was obsessed with a bassist. Uh, the bassist fiance. Now the wow. Fun. The bass player. Right. Yeah, that's right. We don't get a lot, but we oh. get the good ones. Get the quality. Yeah. So here's what went down. The vocalist allegedly secretly dosed the bassist. Whose name is Six. Right. As S I X A. Like Nikki Six. Nikki Six, right. With estrogen in an effort to make the bassist more feminine and to use the opportunity to swoop in by looking stronger and more manly in comparison. That is a weird plan. The alleged diabolical, uh, diabolical plot led to Six seeking medical attention and racking up thousands of dollars in doctor's bills. We have decided to part ways with our vocalist, Diego. Due to the admission of a very disturbing and concerning behavior toward one of our band members and their partner, he has admitted to being obsessed with said partner and has been attempting to sabotage the relationship by cutting pre-workout. Uh, he frequently uh, gifts uh, from his job with high amounts of estrogen in them, uh, in them. So they were working out together. Yeah. And basically what he did was he was giving him, quote, a protein shake. Because mm -hmm. this thing is going to, you know, do all the right. things, right? Uh, no. He put estrogen in there. He's been attempting to force a transition onto him for the last five months. Jesus. And hoping that would give him the opportunity to take his girlfriend. And he would look stronger and more manly. The tampering has caused confusion and thousands of dollars in medical bills the past month. Trying to figure out what's going wrong with the lead singer. Where did he get the estrogen? He worked in the health industry field in some form or uh, capacity. So I don't know exactly the. I'm just, I never thought about it, but that seems odd. You can just acquire estrogen. Yeah. Now I don't know how you would yeah. do that. So, but, yeah. but so, he did. So the base has been going to the doctor for months, trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, but no one would know anything about this unless Diego, the lead singer, hadn't gotten way too intoxicated and outed himself, and then stated an admission to this all over a text line. There are many more disgusting details that have been left out for the sake of privacy and general censorship. As far as Diego's response... They saved us from the weird bad stuff. Right. Yeah. It cannot be further from the truth on the supplement side of things. The only sealed products he would provide were proteins, but the other products were always unsealed because they were tossed at his job if they couldn't sell. That's why it was free. So there you go, Ted. Wherever he was working, uh, they would toss... The stuff away if they could not. If the seal sell was broken. Okay. Whatever the deal. I guess was. I'm just surprised they even sell estrogen at a vitamin store. I, like yeah. to me, that seems like something you got to get from a doctor. Are they saying he got the estrogen from he, the same place? He, he works or? at a physical doctor. Something. Oh, okay. Oh, right. So he he's in that field. Jesus. 
Uh, he also. You say pre workout, I just pictured, you know, like a dude working at a supplement store. Got it. Right, right, right. GMC yeah. or something. This guy also has easy access to steroids and hormones because of his gym practices. I'm going to be seeking. Ah, uh, probably adds up because that's yeah. how a lot of people get caught with PEDs is because the estrogen is too high. Okay. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see here. The band also shared screen grabs of Diego apparently admitting to his actions with one of his texts reading, I was really drunk and told Six and his fiance that I was obsessed with her and had a deep hatred for Six and gave Six estrogen to get an, uh, a little bit of an edge up on him. That is a weird, weird plan, man. Our question, good or bad, what was the news that you were not <laughs> expecting to hear? 206-803-ROCK. Yeah. That. <laughs> right. And, like, she didn't choose you. I doubt it's going to be like, oh, my boyfriend looks like a chick. So, I'm going to hook up with you now. I like Diego now. God, man. Hello, Josh. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Howdy, gentlemen. Happy pr- Positive Friday. Positive Friday. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, so the bad call that I received, uh, I woke up one morning about a year ago uh, to three missed uh, phone calls from my mom, which, as you guys discussed earlier, is never a good sign. Yep. Yeah. Um, finally got a hold of my mom in the morning and got uh, told that my uh, older brother had got into a motorcycle accident uh, overnight and was now in the hospital in a coma. Jeez. And uh, this sparked a month-long medical battle that ultimately ended in him passing away uh, last year. Damn. Oh, damn, man. Yeah, it was uh, it's somewhat- definitely bittersweet. Um, it's uh, Today is uh, my last day in Seattle, and he's the one who introduced me to your guys' show. So uh, definitely a bittersweet moment. What, uh, where, are you yeah. moving? where are you moving to, man? I'm moving to uh, Maryland, actually. So back to your guys' show. Get out of here. Where are you moving? Uh, so I'm going to be in Fort Meade. All right. Uh, I'm in the Navy, and uh, I just got a new job over at the NSA area. So what, are you living in, like, ah, Columbia, Columbia or somewhere? yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll live on post in Fort Meade. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, just get used to the accent. Yeah, I, I, I gotta, I gotta try to get my bald more out, you know. Yeah, and I'll go, definitely look. <laughs> yeah. man, as soon as you get there, go get a crab cake someplace. Honest to God, uh, do you, uh, do you enjoy a beverage and good bar food? Absolutely. Look up a bar called Looney's. Trust me. Yeah. In yeah, Maple Lawn. Yeah. It's not that far from where you're going to be living. Also, Ted is right. This is yeah. a yeah. solid joint. I go, I, like, yeah. when I go back and visit family, we go there every time. And if you need uh, something to eat, man, when you're unpacking and you're doing all that crap on moving day, go to Lido's Pizza, get a pepperoni <laughs> pizza, bring it home with a 12-pack of beer, man, and you will be set. That's all you need for that uh, for that first uh, day of hell when you're doing all that crap too. Sorry to hear about Absolutely. your brother, man. That that that, that sucks. Uh, did did, did he did he lose control of the, of the motorcycle? Do you know, or did he someone take a left on him? Someone pulled out of their driveway, wasn't Jeez. paying attention, and he uh, he hit the side panel of the vehicle, and he flipped over the front of it and uh, landed on his head. He was wearing a helmet um, as one's supposed to, but uh, it didn't protect him. Um, he was going about 40 miles an hour, and just he uh, had a grade four traumatic brain in- injury um, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But he, he was pretty jacked up. So so he never woke up after the accident, so to speak. No, he, uh, he went in and originally had an infection in his lungs, a broken back. Um, Jesus. And uh, his legs were pretty messed up. And then uh, he was on what's called ECMO, basically replacing the the blood in his body getting it circulating and he uh yeah he never woke up and he had very um 
strict guidelines on if he was to ever end up like that. So um, that month I was with my mom uh, helping make medical decisions on his behalf. And that was definitely not, uh, not a high point in my life. And, you know, it's, it's got to uh, be tough, man. I mean, even though that's their wish, you know, and they tell you, hey, do these things in this situation. That It's still hard to make that call. Right. Are you, uh, based Absolutely. on our uh, question we had the other day, are you uh, are you driving across the country? Uh, so I actually just got back. I flew into Seattle last night. Uh, got here about midnight. So I just drove across the country uh, starting on the 24th. Wow. Damn. And you pulling a trailer back? No, so we went, uh, most of our stuff was shipped by the Navy. Um, we had two vehicles. We had a, a pickup truck and a, a Subaru packed to the brim, and we drove uh, about four and a half days total. Damn. Just out of curiosity, are you from the West Coast originally? Yeah, I was born and raised in Oregon. I have I have family all the way uh, up here in Seattle. I've been living up here for about 10 years. How about the uh, how about the digs they set you up with? They set you up with a pretty nice place? They're, they're okay. They're They're not terrible, but they're not great. Right. It's military housing. You know, that's, that's, ain't going to be great. Can you, uh, can you drive 85 miles an hour on the regular? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. You're going to need to. Yeah, you, okay, that's just, it. You, you'll, you'll go with the flow. Just, you'll still be in the right lane. You'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. You'll see uh, a Absolutely. lot of uh, Nissan Maximus passing you going about 120. In fact, instead of playing Punch Bug when you get there, you could play uh, a Nissan Ultima Bug. Or Maxima. Or Maxima. Yeah. yeah. Nissans are big. Yeah, that's what my mom has. Exactly, man. That's what I had growing up. Everybody else. God, Maryland is a Nissan freaking state. here's a Subaru heavy state. Right. Uh, man, for whatever reason, Nissans are everywhere. All over the place. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. That's where That's where uh, uh, Ted and I, when we went, got into that uh, that bar in the back of the liquor store, I was at the Nissan dealership getting something. My car fell. Oh, you were dropping it off. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was right next door to there. That used to be the old Michael Jordan Nissan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan had some uh, car dealerships. Probably weren't good deals. For Michael Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> I just was reading an article yesterday about famous bad tippers, and he's like number one. Really? More so than Scottie Pippen? No, no tipping Pippen? Yeah. Because apparently Jordan used to go in after Pip because... Pippen would go to the same restaurants that Jordan did in Chicago. Yeah. Just, the, the, you know, the, the handful of places those guys would want to go. But if he found out Scotty Pippen uh, went to one of his places that was his regular place, he would make sure either the next time he was in there to find out who waited on him and to tip them out. Because <laughs> he knows Scotty he would Scotty go in didn't. there that day and tip them out on the way back to the golf course, on the way to the basketball game that evening, give them money, jump back in his car, and then head to uh, I well, they the United use, Center. I've heard that story, too, but I read an article yesterday. Actually, it was on BuzzFeed. Just like celebrities that don't, and I guess he was playing poker and I like a you know high level room in Vegas with yeah. Gretzky with Wayne Gretzky, and he like tips the waiter five bucks, and Gretzky calls the waiter back over, takes a hundred dollar chip out of Jordan's stack, and is like, "This is how you tip in Vegas." <laughs> so it's like, right? If Jordan was going back into tip, it's like, so you went from zero to ten percent, right? <laughs> Good or bad? What was the news that you were not expecting to hear? Two hundred six eight hundred three rock. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. All right. So this is uh, 2018. I was um, the uh, marketing manager for a home improvement company. It was now defunct. And um, I had a, a show the next day over in Spokane. So a wonderful, oof, what is that, 200 and... 60 miles from there? Uh, four and a half, maybe. You can do that. Yeah, almost four and a half hours, yeah. So, it was my, my buddy's birthday, so we went out drinking the night before, 
And of course, I drank too much, and um, we celebrated too much, and I blacked out. <clears throat> and I uh, woke up the next day uh, in my bed, thankfully, and um, my my back just hurt, and um, I had a little bruise around my um, belly button. I'm like, dude, I called him up. I'm like, dude, did you, you or somebody hit me with a two by four? Like, why, why does my back hurt so much? And he's like, dude, I found you outside fighting a roadside. You were fighting <laughs> a roadside. Wow. Roadside, All right. Uh, but you didn't land every punch. But I mean, <laughs> once you started bleeding from the knuckles, I felt I should take you home. I go, okay. You know why my back hurts? He goes, no, I have no idea. <laughs> like, all right. Well, and by this time, I need to shower. I'm wo- I woke up early. I got to get to Spokane. I'm there. Uh, it's a Friday. I'm there all weekend, Friday, Saturday. It's hurting more and more. I thought I could sleep it off. It's getting worse. Um, my show set is 70 pounds, which is going to make this even worse. Because I had to go get it from my warehouse, load it into my SUV, do the whole setup myself. Sunday comes around, I can barely get out of bed. Um, and I'm, I don't want to ask for help. That's like one of my worst things is asking for help. So I'm like, just, just do it. So I, I have to be in that, that, uh, trade show booth all day on this, uh, like, uh, stool. And then when it comes time to break it down, it is almost bringing me to tears. And, uh, so I get it in my SUV and there's a storm coming. Like, I, I was so in tune to the uh, WashDOT app and the passes because I had to go Seattle to Spokane uh, semi-frequently. And uh, I'm like, I got to get out of here, man. Like, regardless, I got to get on 90, and I got to head back west. So I make it to about Easton, and I have to get gas because, God forbid, I get stuck on the pass. And I run out of gas, and I can't even stay warm. I couldn't get out of the car to pump my own gas. Like, so what happened was... You should have drove down to Oregon. <laughs> well, I've actually done that before. Driven through Yakima. Just go through Tri-Cities, just jump down real yeah. quick, and get gas. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so because I'm literally crying to make, to contort myself into upright position, and I've got a big bruise now around my belly button. I'm like, you got to go to the hospital. I hate, I hate going to the doctor. Like it, it is the, I'm not going to say it over the air that it's like not a good idea to go. It's actually a really bad idea to not go. It is a um, very bad idea yeah. to not go, but that's and why, dudes, yeah. that's why nobody likes to go because you understand you're not going to the hospital for anything positive. They're, they're usually telling me what I already know. I'm like, why am I paying you? Well, so I went, I'm, I can't like, I can't move. I'm like this. I thought it was a problem with my spine. Like I was freaking out. So I barely made it to Swedish. And like I'm, I go into the the uh, emergency room, and they think I'm drug seeking because it's like midnight. I'm like, oh, my back hurts. I can't move. I'm in a lot of pain. Like they they thought I was trying to get meds. I'm like, no. I need to see somebody. Like I can't even sit down while I wait for you guys. So doctor sees me. Finally figures out you probably have some broken ribs and it's good that you came in that bruise around your belly button you've got internal bleeding oh god what like you gotta be kidding me she's like when do you think this happened i'm like four days ago she said what have you been doing like i worked like i had 
you you need to come see us more often. Do you think that you do you think do you think a rib when it broke uh, punctured something inside of you? So I have no idea. Still, I, I don't know. My thought was as I started thinking through my weekend, um, what I ended up doing was breaking one rib and cracking the one below it. So I think I had like a smaller maybe hairline fracture in the one below it and a crack in the one above it. And then I was screwing around all weekend so much with this trade show, uh-huh. I made it even right. worse. Right, yeah, okay. That makes so sense. what and you're telling I mean, us is that a road sign kicked your ass. Do you remember, was it, a, was it a stop sign? What, what kind of sign was it? It was a no parking sign, and I hate them around here in Seattle. Well, obviously and you hate them. That's why you fought so one. Much. Well, it, just, it was no reason to be there. It was, like, it was more than three, 30 feet from the stop sign. Why can you not park here? But I was in such a intoxicated state. I was like, well, I'm going to tell you where you can't park. And so <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I missed a punch and, like, fell into that road sign. No, I'm telling you, the road uh, well, sign beat your ass. Also, I, that's what I was going to say earlier. If you don't know how you hurt your ribs <laughs> if you're fighting a road sign, at some point you fell over. Yes. More than right. More <laughs> yeah, and, like, right, if you're fighting a road sign, I'm imagining you could have fallen right onto a curb. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very good point. Very good point. Our question, good or bad, what was the news that you were not expecting to hear? As you know, we have a very special announcement coming up at uh, 4.30. And more of your calls coming up next. 206-803-ROCK. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 99.9 KISW. The men's room returns with Miles and Thrill. Getting closer. Big announcement. Very special. Coming up at 4.30. Right after emails on our question, good or bad, what was the news that you were not expecting to hear? 206-803-ROCK. Oh, let's say hello to Warren. Hello, Warren. Welcome to the men's room. Hello, guys. Hola. So back in uh, 2012, when I was in the military, I was stationed on a warship and uh, out of Everett. And we were in what they call the yards. We had a bunch of uh, plastic and stuff wrapped around the mast. And uh, there was an advisory for that day. And so we uh, took every precaution we could to make sure we were ready for that. And I got a call at 3 in the morning uh, from one of my guys on the ship screaming at the top of his lungs that the ship was getting underway. And uh, I was half asleep, and I didn't really understand what he was telling me. And so I told my wife, I said, hey, I guess I got to go in. I think the ship's getting underway. So when I got to the pier in Everett, um, the ship was pretty much detached from the pier and was about ready to drift out to sea. And the only thing holding it to the pier was an air hose and one mooring line. So somehow, uh, with the high wind, it snapped every mooring line that was on the ship. And the only thing holding it to the pier was a air hose and a one line that was still remaining. How big is that boat, the ship? Uh, it was a frigate, so an FFG. They're about uh, two hundred feet long. Damn. Oh, okay. So that's a that's a that's a ship. So there's yeah, yeah. Could they not? I mean, and, and look, I don't know anything about this, but could they not like fire up the engines or anything to kind of keep it under control? So we were in the yards. So um, everything we were at a skeleton crew. So there was only about thirty people or twenty people on board in the middle of the night. And so there was, and, there, and when they lost, when they got disconnected from the pier, it 
pulled all the power, so it was pitch black in the ship, so nobody could see anything. Oh God! Um, so it was more—it was more of a freak out, emergency screaming kind of thing, you know. It wasn't expected. Um, it took them three hours to get the, back on the pier before the uh, civilians could get there to with the, on the tugboats to push it up against the pier. Um, luckily, if the line would have boat, it would have rammed into the other side of the pier and was in a lot more damage than just losing some equipment off the side. I was going to ask, was the, were the lines still attached to the boat or were they attached to the pier, the ones that broke off? So um, so how a boat is moored is you have uh, 12 lines, 12 lines, uh, eight up front and six in the back or four in the back, and they're double up, which is there's two lines per, per tie. And it broke all of those except for one. And those those lines are made of Kevlar, so they're very, very strong. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And, uh, so um, the only one that held on was the one on the fan tail, the very aft line. That's the only one that held on. And an air hose that was attached to a compressor pump, that's, they, they were able to grab that before it went overboard. And so they used that to help keep them against the pier. Um, so basically, if you look at the ship, you know, it's side is parallel to the pier. When I got there, the ass end was... Facing the pier, and the front end was facing the other side. Mm, so it's okay. kind of like just holding on by the rear. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe it wasn't damaged to the, the boat. paper that year. Yeah, I probably should have. Yeah, I bet it's yeah, man. Right. a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Foot long boat. Good or bad, what was the news that you were not expecting to hear? 206-803-ROCK. Interesting text just came in. It says, the unexpected news, my cousin, once removed, was an alcoholic. She was pronounced dead a week and a half ago. Then two days later, my mom calls me and says, she's alive. Now she's in a nursing home, slowly recovering. Oh. That is a, that's a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Your cousin just passed. That's sad. And two days later, hey, you know, oversight there. They're alive. Yep. Yeah, is that somebody calling too early? She's pronounced dead? Like, I feel like you, once you get that info, it's usually pretty rock solid. Well, she's generally back. speaking. She's back. Actually, I just read a story about a, a woman who, uh, this is in India, okay? So I guess in India, and I don't know if it's a religion thing, if it's a national thing, but like when you die, once you're pronounced dead, the funeral arrangements are made very rapidly, right? There's not right. like three days a week, nothing like that. I mean, it, it's done. So this woman's pronounced dead. She was up there in age, and they put her in a wooden casket, and they fire up the incinerator, and she wakes up. Right before she goes into the fire, damn. They manned it, so she did survive. But basically, like, she woke up in the casket as this thing is headed toward the flames. They're like, "Oh, we're so sorry. Our yeah. bad. Our bad. Our bad." Good or bad? What was the news that you were not expecting to hear? Two hundred six eight zero three rock. That's on us. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie doodle. Hello, Bernie. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bicholas. Hola. My story is, uh, I'm about the same age as you guys, so. Back in the early 90s, I'm 32, divorced, and living at home with mom and dad. Yay. Awesome. Yep. That gets the chicks every time. In the basement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the basement like a teenager. Now, was this and, the house uh, you grew up in, or had they since moved? Oh, no. Well, they have since moved, but it was the house I grew up in, yes. And uh, so it's holidays, and... Mom and grandma's aunts are all in the kitchen. And I'm like, screw this. I'm down in the family room watching football on TV or whatever's going on. And my dad comes down and he drops a little bomb on me. After, goes, you, well, after you just got a divorce and moved back home? Well, I'd been there for a little, you know, a little while, but okay. he's like, uh, you know, I'm not your real dad. 
What? Oh, yeah. Did you think he was joking or was he kind of somber enough where you, you knew he was telling you the truth? Oh, it was like uh, I've done some pretty good drugs in the 80s. Yes, <laughs> it was a it was a, a white implosion, if you will. Aha. Uh-huh. And and I don't know how long <laughs> I was in that moment. But when I came out of it, I said, well, you raised me. You are my dad, you know, no matter what. And he goes, OK, well, you know, if you ever want to know, ask me. But whatever you do, don't ask your mother. I'm like, all right, you know, it's the 60s, right, when I was born. And so it's like shame, shame, shame. Most most women who got pregnant out of wedlock would go away for a year, and they would adopt out the kid. I used to hear about Ah, that a lot in the 60s. It happened to my aunt. Really? It happened in the... I didn't know about it until I was older, and my mom told us the story. She was like, yeah, like... You send her away before she's showing. Because I guess right? she was in high school. Having it happened so to a girl just, I knew. Yeah, so. they they this they, they would send her send them away and they come back. She was gone. Yeah. She, she used to run with us and everything yeah, else. Come back to me and then, you know, but she kept me and my dad married her knowing she was pregnant with somebody else's child. And uh, you know, so I started asking questions after dating somebody else and they're like, Well, you have to know. <laughs> right? And they're like Okay, well, you're going to have to ask your mother. Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> so did you find out who your biological father was? Oh, yes, I did finally meet him. Uh, it was about 10 years later, and I met another brother that I uh, did not know I had. And he's a, like a Navy SEAL, arms crossed. Do you guys look alike at all? Oh, yes. I look more like him than I do than my other siblings. They're all hazel and uh, blonder hair, but I look like my uncles and my cousins. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 